Hi guys, and welcome back to Soldier's Faith. I've I've gone back and forth, uh, different things, and and God really laid something on my heart. He has been for a few weeks now. So let's talk about it. In Revelations twelve, it's talking about a sign in the heavens sign in the skies it says in a great sign and I have a, a study version so I'm going to read what's in brackets and parentheses and a great sign warning of an ominous and frightening future event appeared in heaven a woman clothed with the sun with the moon beneath her feet and on her head a crown of twelve stars and she was with child, the Messiah, and she cried out, being in labor and in pain to give birth. Now, what's crazy about this is currently if you look at uh, the position of Virgo, Virgo's feet are at the moon and on her left shoulder is the sun so with that we can assume just from the text in the Bible A woman clothed with the sun, the sun is at her right shoulder, which is where her toga begins, with the moon beneath her feet, her feet are right above where the moon is, and on her head is a crown of twelve stars, and there is a constellation, which is a crown, and it's right above her head at this moment. It's not just it's not just a coincidence. <clears throat> because right now there's an asteroid in Virgo. that would be considered labor. I'm not sure the name of it uh, right off you know the top of my head um, but um, yeah it, it's it's kind of strange. Um, It's kind of strange that this this you know lines up uh, the asteroid is called Neo which Neo is an anagram of one and its position 
is at Virgo. Now there is a, a, a second and this asteroid will be in the area of Virgo. Um, to be seen by, by us on Earth. The second asteroid is doubly named the child and it will be there on September 23rd which from the text being in labor and in pain to give birth now it says and she gave birth to a son a male child who is destined to rule all the nations with a rod of iron and her child was called up to God and to his throne. Now someone could read this and be like, oh, well, you're talking about, you know, the Messiah. You're talking about, um, you know, Jesus. And But he was born in zero, which would be considered, you know, the, the year Jesus was born. But I see it more as the second coming. Now, what really, really brought this to my mind is the simple fact that when I was outside this morning or, or this evening, and currently it's 10.02 p.m. on September 19th, I walked outside and I looked um, and... I saw a, a shooting star, right? And I walked in. I walked inside and I looked at my wife and I said, Hey, honey, what, uh, what way do shooting stars usually fall? And she said, Oh, well, they usually fall <coughs> across the sky. <coughs> Excuse me usually fall across the sky like in a um what you call it uh you know diagonal way i said i just saw a, a star fall straight down and she looked at me she said oh well what if that isn't a star and, and i i just find that funny because my wife and I have been talking, you know, a lot about Bible and the prophecies, especially the, uh, the prophecies of Revelation. I said, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know, you know, as as far as you know, the Book of Revelation is the stars are considered um, to be you know angels which you know there there's a there could be a few arguments against that or for that or whatever you want to call it 
Um, but and just for the fact of of argument. There was a, a picture leaked from NASA, and it showed a star, and it looked nothing like what they had been telling us. You know, if you look up biblically accurate um, what you call it, biblically accurate uh, angels. There's one angel that's a ring. And, well, it's more than one ring. You know, it's, uh... It's called Thrones. In the, the translation, it's called Thrones. It is multiple rings with eyes on each ring all seeing pretty much and here's my thing and, and, and talking about angels you know every time an angel appeared <clears throat> to someone they told the people they showed up to do not be afraid <laughs> I'm sorry you're not just going to be like you know, do not be afraid. Like if it's, you know, a humanoid angel, like we've depicted for hundreds of years, you know, these are huge, glorious creatures that words can't explain and can't put into detail. You know, the seraphim, the, the cherubim, the, the thrones, you know, you have the archangels, yes, which are depicted as humanoid, and some of the powers are as well, but, you know, the thrones, the cherubim, the, the seraphim, none of these angels, by their description in the Bible, are humanoid in figure. You know, Ezekiel 1, 16-18, Ezekiel describes the creatures to be like a will within a will, and he's talking about the thrones a will within a will each with four rims filled with eyes all around and they serve as the wills of God's throne you know the cherubims are they have four wings and four faces one of a lion an ox a man and an eagle if one of those show up to you you're going to be afraid you're not going to know what to think but going back to what I was talking about <clears throat> with the the angel you know if you're talking about you know Revelations 12 1 through 2 that's explaining and I feel like that's explaining Virgo and what it, it currently looks like you know with the sun at her cloak and her feet at the moon And then you go on, and in Revelations 12.3 it says, Another sign or warning 
was seen in heaven, behold a great fiery red dragon, Satan, with seven heads and ten horns, and on his heads were seven royal crowns. And his tail swept across the sky and dragged away a third of the stars of heaven and flung them to the earth. And the dragon stood in front of the woman who was about to give birth. And when she gave birth, he might devour her child. Now what I find crazy about that is there is a constellation called Drago. And for the life of me, I, I've been trying to search and, and find, you know, where Drago or the dragon would be if it's, you know, close to Virgo in any way. But I can't, I can't figure that out for the life of me. I, I can't find it. Like, even looking at these you know star maps or whatever the the night sky the live sky whatever i can't find it <clears throat> but going on but but the thing is that going back to that his tail swept across the sky and dragged away a third of the stars of heaven and flung them to the earth just imagine looking up to the sky and a third of the stars that you can see just disappear and they're flung to earth And going on, Revelations 12.5, And she gave birth to a son, a male child, who was destined to rule all the nations with a rod of iron. And her child was caught up to God and to his throne. Then the woman fled to the wilderness, where she had a place prepared by God, so that she would be nourished there for two, for a thousand two hundred and sixty days. 42 months or three and one half years <clears throat> three and a half years you know we talk about you know going into revelations there's a period of seven years and she's going to be in the wilderness hidden by God for those for half of that and a war broke out in heaven. Michael, the archangel, and his angels waging war with the dragon. The dragon and his angels fought. But they were not strong enough and did not prevail. There were no longer a place found for them in heaven. <clears throat> Read early in the Bible, and Satan pulls a third of the angels with him read here revelations 12:3 his well 12:4 his tail swept across the sky and dragged a third of the stars in different parts of the bible the angels are referred to as stars <laughs> in revelations 12:8 they were not strong enough a third of the angels that he had pulled And Satan himself were not strong enough and were not, they no longer had a place in heaven. So people think, oh, well, Satan's cast from heaven. Yes, he is. But the thing is, Satan is also 
they're talking bad about us Christians to God. Trying to get God trying to win. Even though the book, the word of God, says what happens at the end, you still have Satan trying to win at the end. Trying to change that. Trying to to take as many souls as he can with him. Because hell was not meant for humans. Hell was created as a prison for Satan. Well, why would God send us to hell? God doesn't send us to hell. In no form or fashion, nowhere in the Bible does it say God sends us to hell. We choose. We as humans, we have the free will to choose life or to choose death. By that is to choose eternal life in heaven with God the Father which only requires a few things trusting in him believing in him believing in Jesus giving our life to him and repenting of your sins and turning away from those sins now I'm sitting here and I'm, I'm telling all of you this and I'm not perfect I've sinned myself but I repent of my sins and I try to turn away from them yes the flesh is weak and yes I've fallen into sin multiple times but I'm still trying The great dragon was thrown down, the age-old serpent, who was called the devil and Satan, he who continually deceives and seduces the entire inhabited, inhabited world. He was thrown down to the earth, and his angels were thrown down with him. Then I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, Now the salvation and the power and the kingdom, in parentheses my book says dominion, reign, of our God and the authority of his Christ have come for the accuser of our believing brothers and sisters has been thrown down at last and he who accuses them and keeps bringing charges of sinful behavior against them before our God day and night dude it says it right there Satan's in heaven Trying to talk into God's ear and saying, no, no, they're, they're sinners. They're not worth it. They'll never turn to you. They're going to stay sinning. They're going to stay with me. You know how crazy that sounds? <clears throat> you have a choice between eternal life in heaven, in paradise, and eternal damnation, eternal death in hell. You know, God's given me visions of what's to come lately. And <clears throat> this is really weird. So you see the, the movies about the rapture. And I've seen a few and the entire time, those who were raptured, when you see them raptured, um, they're they're quiet their mouths are closed or they're smiling or whatever and that's it but here's what God showed me when he takes his people from this earth 
from this place that we're visiting from the moment we are pulled up and the way we're pulled up God has an angel for each one of us that he is pulling up to heaven that angel will have us in his or in 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 their hands pulling us up and the entire time we are singing glory to God And in this vision, God showed me what we will be singing. Those of us who believe, who are going to heaven. And we're singing glory, glory to God in the highest. Who is, who was, and is to come. Or who was, who is, and is to come. Like, that's dope. And everyone that was being taken to heaven, everyone, everyone from the lowest person you would think to the, the, the greatest person you would think, everyone who believes and who trusts in God and who is pulled into heaven in unison at the same time is just singing glory, glory, glory to God in the highest who was, who is, and is to come. Can you imagine that? None of us have ever met. None of us have ever met. Yet in that moment, we're all singing glory to God. Yeah, I've had had people tell me, well, heaven's going to be boring. You know, all we're going to be doing is up there worshiping. Dude, that's not boring. You know, if you read descriptions of heaven, it's it's the streets are paved with gold and there's jewels everywhere and their gates are, are made of pearl and and gold and there's alabaster and amethyst and all these beautiful jewels just everywhere. You know, and we're allowed to eat from the tree of life. Because in the beginning there was a tree of life, and there was a tree of the knowledge of good and evil. The only rule that Adam was given, and I bring this up because it's a very good point, the only rule that Adam was given was do not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. God gave those instructions to Adam. God didn't tell Eve that. Actually, her name wasn't even Eve in the beginning. God told Adam, do not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Eve wasn't even created yet. And then Eve was created and her name was woman. You know, we say, oh, Adam and Eve. You know, Eve didn't get her name Eve until after the cardinal sin, the first sin. You know, the the biggest sin you can do, the disrespecting and and non-following of what God commands. It's been hard for me and my family lately. We've gone through a lot. 
you know, in the past few years, me and my wife were talking about it and anyone else that has gone through what I've gone through in the past two or three years would be questioning God. In one weekend, most people would be cursing God and questioning why he would do something. Because I lost my grandmother, my best friend, and my uncle, who was my inspiration for joining the military in one weekend. But I knew God had a different plan for them, and he needed them home. Now, my biggest thought, and this was a revelation I came to, if you ever, after prayer, or after meditating on God, or after reading your word, if you ever have a feeling like you do not belong, like this is not your home, you're not wrong. See, we as humans, we were designed in God's own image. And the place we belong is in heaven. And he's created a spot there for us. He's, he's prepared a, a place for us in heaven. A place where there is no more sorrow, no more death, no more tears, no more sadness. You know, people say, well, if God was loving, why would he do this? 99.9% of the time, it's not God doing something. Does God do things that we don't understand? Because it's something we need to go through? Yes, I do believe that. I do believe that there are hardships that we go through that God has us go through. A lot of people say, oh, if you meet Jesus, what are you going to ask him? Nothing. Because any question you could think of was who hurt you? Why did this happen? We'll know everything once we get there. Why what happened happened. I'm excited. I'm excited because I know in heaven I will get to glorify and praise God for an eternity. And we, we can't even wrap our minds around eternity. We can't wrap our minds around how long eternity is. Just think about that. Because we tell someone we'll love them forever. Forever is a fleeting moment. But eternity. But it's a two-edged sword. Those of us who trust in God, follow God, accept Him, believe in Him. Whosoever believes in Him shall not perish but have everlasting life. We'll have an eternity, which is an eternity. You can't even measure that. The moments here, they can't even count up to a grain of sand. 
compared to what eternity will be. And yes, I know, we struggle with sins here. We struggle with the flesh. But God can change that. God can help us. We just have to ask, and I do constantly, and He has. Guys, I, I did this because it's in the book, the 12th chapter of what's coming. Time is running out. And I don't want any of you to spend an eternity in hell. I would rather you spend an eternity in heaven. God bless you.